0: Welcome back to a brand new episode of T with Janae I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and I'm so excited you guys are here T with Janae is where we give real advice tangible tips and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm so pumped for this week's episode, it is so good. We are chatting with Kendra Swalls, all about how to use email marketing to grow your business. You guys, this episode is fire, it is so good. You are going to love Kendra and all the tips she has to share. So a little bit about Kendra is that she is a former elementary school teacher turned photographer and entrepreneur. She founded Paisley Lane Photography and is on a mission to help women not only launch their dream business, but also show them how you can use all of the marketing and social media tips and tools that she has learned along the way. She wants women to know that balancing motherhood and your career is definitely possible and achievable, and we're all here for that. I'm so excited for today's show. A couple of things before we begin is that we are on a mission to get 20 reviews on our Apple podcast platform for this podcast, Tifa Janae, and I was hoping you guys could help me out. After the show, if you love it, I hope you do, um, would you just swipe up and leave a review on Apple and then maybe take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and let us know that you did it so we can share all over the place. And let everybody know that you loved Tea with Janae and you loved today's episode. So that would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Also, don't forget to visit our website at www.teawitjanae.com, where you can read our latest blog posts, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. All right, you guys, sit back, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify
0: Hi everyone, welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have Kendra on the line. Can you say hi?
1: Hi. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited and I can't wait to dive into email marketing. But before we get into all that goodness, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, how you got started and how you started your business.
1: Sure. So, like you said, my name's Kendra. I actually started my photography business back in 2012. Um, I never had any intention of starting a business. I was a uh, elementary school teacher. That's what I have two degrees in. And that was my plan to be a teacher or an administrator until I retired. And then my best friend and I, uh, she had her first son and we started talking and he had had some newborn photos done and I'd always liked photography. It was one of those things that like I did just for fun. I, I was the girl that always had a camera and my walls were covered with, you know, Polaroids and printed photos. And all these, I mean, I had boxes. My mom still has boxes from my childhood bedroom of like just full of photos that I took and, but it was never anything other than that, just a hobby. And then in college I took like one, film photography class just as an elective for fun and really enjoyed it but again never thought of it as like a career in my mind that was for people who worked for like National Geographic or you know some big Vogue magazine kind of job so I went on about my teaching degree and stuff well then my friend had her baby we were looking at her newborn photos and she wasn't real happy with them and I was like I bet I could do that you know because the words of every photographer out there is like, (laughs) I bet I could do that. (laughs) And um, so we both were trying to find kind of this creative outlet for our teaching jobs that we had and something to do in the summers and holidays. So together we started doing photography and we just kind of took pictures of her poor little kid forever and anything and anyone that would let us. And God, those pictures were terrible, but we thought we were so good (laughs) And then from there, we were like, let's do this. Like, let's make this a business. And I think we both were kind of looking for a way out of teaching. We just weren't ready to say we were looking for a way out of teaching. Mm -hmm. And um, we started it together. And then pretty quickly within the first couple of months, realized we both really enjoyed kind of different types of photography. And we thought we could make that work. And then we realized about a year in, we're like, you know what? I think like she really loved newborns and babies And I was more into like couples and high school seniors and adults that would follow directions. And so (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know what? I think like for the sake of our friendship, we've been friends since we were in kindergarten. I was like, maybe it's best if we just do our own thing instead of trying to fit each other our different styles and personalities into one brand. So um, at that time, she had quit teaching and was staying home, was pregnant with her second little boy. Um, I found out I was pregnant with a little girl. And I was like, okay, I want to make this a full-time thing. Like I, once I had my daughter, I was like, you know what? I never thought I wanted to be like a stay at home, work from home mom. But once those kids come along you're like, well, crap, there goes everything I ever said I didn't want to (laughs) do. And (laughs) so I just really like gave it my all. And I was like, I'm determined to make this work. And it was a slow, really slow growth. I mean, it was not an overnight, like I made this decision and I, turned it around a year later, I quit my job. It was nothing like that. It took me five years because I, by the time I said, I wanted to make this a full-time thing. And then I quit teaching her first year of school. So she was going into kindergarten Mm -hmm. and I had just had my second daughter. And so I just slowly kind of learned the ins and outs of what it means to run a business while I was working full-time. And I got really into like the marketing and the business side of things. I, it was I taught math in my day job. That was my, I always loved teaching math. And so I think that the marketing and the business side kind of met with my like analytical math side and was like, Ooh, this is a puzzle to solve. And so that was something that other photographers in my area started noticing and they would come to me asking for help and asking questions. I have a Facebook group that I run locally that I just started kind of years ago for like a fun, like, Hey, let's all these photographers get together and talk photography and through there, I kind of grew a reputation as being someone who was really into the business side of running a business. And so I started mentoring and hosting little workshops. And then once I quit teaching, I missed the teaching part of it. And so I was like, you know what, let me see if I can find a way to kind of merge the two things that I really enjoy, because I knew I didn't want to go back to the classroom. I just, I knew that was ruled out. And I started teaching other photographers and other business owners sort of how to start their business and how to get it off the ground with marketing. Um, I started my podcast almost a year ago uh, called girl means business, where I share all this advice every week. And I started doing little mini workshops here locally. And so alongside with my photography business, I've just been doing that and it's been so rewarding. And so, I mean, like, it's like my dream job. It's the perfect blend of what I, of the two things that I absolutely love doing. So it's been amazing.
0: I love that congratulations thank That's you amazing Thank you I love that well i'm so excited to really pick your brain all about email marketing <laughs> uh, because it's actually a new topic for my podcast, and i'm obsessed with it, and I think uh the more that I dive into it and the more that I do it for my business, the more i'm like oh i need to I need to know more i want to I want to learn so i'm excited yeah, so yeah, so can you explain? what email marketing is and why it's important for our listeners. Absolutely. So
1: email marketing is just exactly what it sounds like. It's using email to get your business into people's inboxes and to really build a connection with your audience. And, you know, I think a lot of people felt like email marketing kind of fell to the wayside, especially with the boom of social media, because social media came along and it was the new shiny thing. And it was like, oh, everybody's putting their attention to social media. And nobody's checking email anymore when really it's kind of the opposite. Like email has always been there and it's the kind of that consistent, it's not shiny and flashy necessarily like social media is, but it's, it's that constant connection that you can have. And I think it's really important for businesses to use email marketing because with social media being so busy and loud it's really hard to kind of make a name for yourself and to stand out and to really make a connection. Because when you think about it, like people go on social media and it's almost like they've walked into a room. When you log into Instagram or Facebook, you've, you've walked into a room and there's just people throwing things at you and yelling at you and screaming at you. Look at this, look at this, look at this. And it can be really distracting and really overwhelming. But with email marketing, you are able to have almost a one-on-one connection with your audience. And I can't tell you how many times I've, I mean, I check my email multiple times a day, even before I was doing my business, I was checking my Google mail every morning when I would get up. And a lot of times it was, you know, stuff from gap.com or old Navy or whatever other, you know, shops I'd signed up for, but I still was checking it and I still would see these headlines and be like, Oh, I want to see what that has to say. Like, I'm not interested in buying shoes right now, but let's see what sale, you know, Skechers is having. And so even if you aren't, even if you don't think email marketing, sorry, that's okay. Even if you don't think email marketing is like the fun thing of your business, It's the connection with your audience that is going to make them feel like that you are talking directly to them and not just talking to the masses.
0: Yeah. I love that. I feel like the more that I cultivated and started really curating and making a, an effort to have an email marketing list like the people my audience's response has been really positive and because I'm serving them and I'm helping them and then I'm also selling to them but in a way that's really authentic and I write my own voice and you know it's it's like me but just email email wise if that's like yeah awful, yeah absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah I mean there's a good like email is a great way to have your voice be a little bit more obvious I guess again because you're not yelling at the message. You're having a one-on-one conversation. I like to say that email marketing, well, let me back up. Social media is kind of like going to a cocktail party where you're having little bitty conversations with everybody, but they're just surface level. You know, you're posting these little things or you might be replying to a comment or you might be commenting on someone else's thing, but they're all very surface level. And the email marketing is that's that kind of that coffee date. It's that Like, let's sit down and have an actual conversation, you
0: know? Yeah, I love that. So let's say you're starting from zero, which maybe some of our listeners are. Uh, You know, how can someone get started and not feel overwhelmed? Um, So I would say the first step
1: is just to have – like a platform. So you got to figure out what do you want to use for your email platform? I have gone through a couple. Um, I started off with MailChimp because it was free. And then I moved to ConvertKit. And then I recently switched to Flowdesk, which I absolutely love.
0: Oh, have you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I
1: came across them recently and I was like, this is amazing. And so I switched to them and I, I love it. I mean, I love that they let you kind of grow your audience without penalizing you for it and making you pay extra for it. So, and then of course, their templates are gorgeous, but I would say the first thing is find a platform that you feel comfortable with. Obviously you don't want to jump in with something that's going to be super overwhelming and have all of the bells and whistles if you don't need all the bells and whistles. Um, And then from there, I would say the next thing is to start growing your audience. And so, you don't have to jump into this with this huge audience. I know businesses that have started with like five people on their email list and just worked really hard to grow it. And I think the biggest misconception is you're not gonna jump into this with this massive following and it's gonna take a little more time than it might on social media. Because with social media, you you can grow those likes pretty quickly, but with email marketing, people are a little more hesitant to give you their email address sometimes. And so you have to get creative and you have to find ways to bring them into your uh, email list. But um, yeah, I think the next thing is to start growing that email list from there.
0: Yeah. I mean, you were just, you just touched on one of the questions I had was like, does the size matter of your list? Yeah, I know. I don't think so at all. I think
1: that Again, we all start from somewhere. I mean, when you signed up for Facebook, you had zero followers, so you and you had to grow it. So, <laughs> I don't think that size matters. I think especially if you are having really authentic connections with the small the smallest you have, that's more valuable than having a list with thousands of people on it and nobody's really listening to what you have to say. You know, it's it's like do you would you rather have a small group of friends where you really have a strong connection with them? Or would you rather walk into a room with a hundred people that you just kind of maybe go talk to one or two here or one or two there, but most people ignore you because they don't know you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So
1: size doesn't matter. And again, the whole point is you're growing your email list and so you're going to make it bigger
0: anyway. It just takes time. Right. Exactly. So let's say you had a, uh, an email list, but you've like totally neglected it because you're like social media is everything, <laughs> and and then and then Facebook and Twitter, you know, they shut down for a day because they've had problems, and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I talk to exactly? People? Yeah. And then you're like, my email list. Yep. So what what if you have an email list and you've just neglected them? Can can you warm them up again? Can you start that conversation again? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that again, it's kind of. You know,
1: like having that friend that you haven't talked to in a long time, but you always know that they're there. And so if you have this email list that you have created and you've walked away from a lot from, walked away from it for a while, then go back in and slowly start sending out these kind of get to know you again emails and open up that conversation. And you're probably going to see people unsubscribe and that's okay because if right. they joined your email list a long time ago and now they're they're in a different place and your business is in a different place, they may not need what you're offering and that's okay. So y- you're kind of doing a clean out process. When you come back to an email list that's been sitting like stagnant for a little while, you have to kind of shake it up a little bit and be like, okay, who still wants to be here and who doesn't? And there's like, you can send out an email that basically just says like, hey, I'm going to be... Get, t- you know, reaching out to you more in the ne- in the coming weeks, I would love to know who is still interested in being friends with me. And you can obviously word this a little differently, but you know, <laughs> do you still want to be here? I mean, I, I get these emails a lot where people say like, Hey, we're cleaning out our email list. If you still want to be on our email list, please click here. If you don't, then you will be removed and you don't have to do anything. And right, right. it kind of makes people go, Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I do want to still be here. And it, and it, right, Fun yeah, up. exactly. And it,
0: <laughs> what am I going to write? Yeah. I mean, that's
1: a very (laughs) real thing. Trust me. Um, But it also helps you kind of know like, okay, who's really here to go on this journey with me and who, you know, do I need to kind of weed out of the way? And that's fine. So if you have a list that's been neglected for a while, the first thing I would do is kind of give it a nice shake. Send a couple emails, like saying like, Hey, remember me? (laughs) I'm back. And just kind of see either like, let them naturally weed themselves out. Or do one of those sort of cleaning house kind of things and say, hey, if you will still want to be on this list, click here. If you don't, then don't worry about it. We're going to be kind of cleaning house and getting rid of some people. So you're fine.
0: So talk about uh, people who unsubscribe. Should we get upset about that or should we be happy? Um, both.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, it's, it's easy for me to say like, no, don't worry about it. Those are fine. When I literally today had an unsubscribe that it's and, and sometimes I go and look, especially like when I look through my like specific email um, analytics and I see that it's someone that I'm kind of friends with and they've unsubscribed. That's like a little bit of a dagger to the heart. I'm not going to lie, but you know, honestly it's better for your email list if you don't have people on there who don't want to be there because they're going to be the ones who are going to hurt your open rate and you want if you have a list of people who are like dying to see your emails and all, there's only 25 of those people, your open rate is going to be massive. Instead of having a hundred people on your list, only 25 of them are opening your emails. Then it looks where, you know, your, your open rate goes down. And so even though it's those same 25, so if the other 75 unsubscribe, yeah, it's going to kind of stink at first, but it's ultimately better for your overall email marketing campaign.
0: Yeah, I love that. I read that book, Your Brand Story, and he said you should be happy when people unsubscribe because they're not they're not going to buy from you anyway. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna that's my new mindset. And it's yeah, I'm gonna do that. It still hurts. I'm not gonna lie. It
1: still hurts a little bit every now and then. But but I remind myself that same thing. I'm like, no, it's okay. I don't want them here. They don't want to be here. You know?
0: Yeah. It's like you're lost, Mm -hmm. dude. Exactly. Yeah. So I know people listening are probably like, open rate, email campaign, oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. So let, let's try to take some of that overwhelm yes. out of this for them. So can you share your top three tips on how to run your very first email campaign? Yes. For that before wedding photographers. Yeah. Like Let's be specific. Can I yeah.
1: back up a second and talk about even like a tip yeah. for people on your email list?
0: Yeah. So oh, of this yeah. is one
1: of my like things that I kind of preach in my business, which is you always want to be giving more than you're asking. And this will go into the campaign part as well. But one of the things that I, I always tell my photographers, wedding photographer clients that I work with is the easiest and fastest way to get people on your email list is to offer them something for free. And so We see all the time you go to a website and they'll have a pop-up that says save 10% on your first order or, you know, Jenna Kutcher is huge and she's always like download your free this or free that. And so with, especially with wedding photographers, you have got this perfect platform to offer something of value to your brides because you know exactly where your brides are at right now. They're stressed out. They're trying to figure out what to do because they've probably never planned a wedding before they're overwhelmed. (laughs) They are excited, but they're also like, okay, which direction do I turn? And so creating even just a simple like PDF checklist, go into Canva. If you're not using Canva, it's free. It's easy. It's amazing. They have tons of templates. Go in there and find like a one page, create a really pretty little PDF that's something like the first five things you should do after getting engaged or the, you know, questions to ask your wedding photographer or whatever the, it might be. And then just start promoting that. So you can go into like, a, like flow and you can set that up as a free download. And when they go to your website and the pop-up comes up and it says, download your free, what to do after you get engaged guide. And they enter their email address. Now they're on your email list. And, and they're getting something of value. They're going to get that. And it's going to have your name on the bottom or the top, or it's going to have your pretty pictures on it. And even without realizing that you've just marketed to them, you've just marketed to them. (laughs) Um, yeah,
0: you're sneaky and smart at the same time, but
1: you don't (laughs) come across salesy. That's the biggest thing. And I, and I know we're going to talk about this later on, but you don't want to come across as a used car salesman. (laughs) Um, and so the next thing would be to, once they're on your email list, so then you want to create like a welcome sequence for them. And again, the great thing about this is you can create it one time, you put it into your email platform. So with Flowdesk, you can set up like an automation. And as soon as someone subscribes to your email list, once they enter their email on that little, get your free download, and it goes into your account, then they're going to start receiving these welcome emails from you without you having to lift a finger. So it's like you're communicating with them but you're not having to worry about did i send that email did i forget to do this it's all done for you which is amazing technology is so great <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah totally so how many emails do you think should be in your welcome sequence so i have 4 in mine and they go out over
1: the course of 2 weeks so okay. i them, so they get their first one pretty much right away within i think it's within the first like 2 hours of downloading of like getting their free guide And it just kind of is a like, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. Like, welcome to this relationship. And I always say at the bottom of my emails, if at any point you have any questions or need anything, all you have to do is hit reply. And I'm one email away. And that's one of the things that I don't see enough because I subscribe to a lot of other photographers email lists just to kind of see what people are doing. And not even just photographers, just I just subscribe to a lot of email lists just to kind of get ideas. And I, one of the things I don't see enough of is people asking for the two-way communication. And I think that mm-hmm. helps let people, because we all kind of need to be told what to do sometimes. And so if someone sends you an email and it just kind of is like, okay, hi, this is me. Nice to meet you. Okay. Bye. Then you're like, oh, <laughs> Okay. But if you're saying like, hey, if this is who I am. This is what I do. It's so nice to meet you. I'm so excited to get to know you better. I would love to know more about your wedding. Just hit reply and tell me about like your dream dress. Like tell me what you're envisioning for your wedding day. And you'd be surprised how many people will actually reply to that and tell you. Because they're super excited to talk about their day. They're so excited to talk about their dress or their you know, their flowers or whatever. And so just opening up that communication to say like no you can talk to me too it's okay then they're more open to do that
0: yeah I love that I actually do that on my T with Janae email so I send out to this community and uh, yeah a bunch of people write me back every time and they're like oh I'm having this problem or I loved your podcast and I'm like yeah I love it yeah I definitely am like I want to hear from you always telling people DM me and email me so you guys when you're done watching this (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's funny because you create the automation, you know, and it all happens without you really even knowing it's happening. And I'll get these random emails that's answering a question that I, I forgot was kind of on my automation. I'd be like, wait, what, is, what am
0: I answering? What is she answering? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. You're like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Keep track of it. Maybe make a little spreadsheet and
1: keep track so of it. So what questions. I do after the first email, I wait a couple of days, and you can spread it out however close or distance you want. And then the second and third email are going to be offering them something of value. So like my second email is kind of a, a roundup of like four or five of my blog posts to share with them. And so I started off with things like, Hey, I know that wedding planning can be a little overwhelming. I've created an entire resource guide for you on tons of topics when it comes to, you know, planning your wedding. And I have like all my, a bunch of my blog posts are all about Things like how to choose the perfect wedding flowers, what to look for in your wedding venue, you know, how to creative ways to ask your bridesmaids to be part of your big day. And so I pick like four or five that I want them to go to. And I, and I in Flowdesk, they have a perfect template for this. And so I just kind of plug them in there with some pretty pictures that I've done. So they're like subconsciously getting into like seeing what I do for a living. And so they're like, oh, this not only is this great content, but these photos are wonderful. Like, you know, you're, I'm not selling to them yet. I've never once said like, hey, if you want to hire me for your wedding, let's talk. And right. So then that's the second email. The third email is usually kind of like a check-in like, hey, just want to check in and make sure you got my last emails. Um, I know I've had lots of resources in there. Um, Feel free to go back to those at any time. And then I like maybe add an extra blog post in there. Or if I have like another little free download that I can give them, I'll do that. And then the fourth email is where I talk about my services, and that's so. Two weeks after they've signed up for my email list, then I'm for the first time I'm kind of saying like, "Hey, by the way, I'm a wedding photographer as well. If you're interested in grabbing a glass of wine or a cup of coffee and let's talk about your wedding day, I'd be more than happy to do that. Just hit reply and let's set up a time that works for the both of us. It can be, you know, in person or we can do it via like Skype or Zoom, whatever works best for your schedule." And I link to like my pricing page and all of my, you know, different collection information. And so I haven't just bombarded them with the first email being like, Hey, come hire me. I've kind of warmed
0: them up to that first. Yeah. I love that. That's great. It's kind of like, um, Gary V's jab, yes. jab, right? Hook. It's like you give, 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 and then you, exactly. and you ask, you know, you, you hook them in the last one. So I love that. That's all. Yeah. I definitely do that myself. So yeah. that's great to hear. So look, let's talk about I know we kind of <laughs> talked about a little bit, but like marketing mm-hmm. no-nos. Like don't be this don't be the creepy car sales, <laughs> car salesman. Like what um what things should people not do on their email list? I definitely number one would be don't sell every single time. And
1: you know, I think there's a lot of really good examples out there of how to have a great email list without doing this. And there's a lot of examples of like what not to do. This is why I subscribe to a lot of email lists, which is kind of a little bonus tip is I actually have a folder in my Gmail account for, um, like email marketing. I actually have two. I have like good email marketing and bad email marketing. And (laughs) (laughs) What I do is when I I subscribe to all of these and when they come in, I kind of read through them. And if it's something that I'm like, Ooh, that's just not really what I want to be doing. I put it in that because I think not only do we need examples of what we should be doing, we need examples of what we shouldn't be doing. And I really pay attention to how someone's emails make me feel. And so, and I pay attention to the headline, like the subject line, like which ones make me want to open them. So a couple of things that are no-nos one is don't try to sell, sell every single time. So if, Your email marketing is that ongoing friendship. And so if every time you went to dinner with your best friend, if you dominated the conversation talking about how amazing you are and all the great things you're doing, and you never give her a chance to share back, then you're going to stop having those dinners pretty quickly because she's not going to go hang out with you. But if you are going to dinner and you're, sharing something or you're, you're listening to her needs and you're listening to what she's struggling with and you're sharing advice and tips, then she's going to be like, Oh my gosh, I want to keep coming back to this. And so in the example of wedding photographers, if you're emailing brides, you kind of know what they're struggling with. Maybe they're struggling with dealing with, you know, family situations when it comes to guest lists or whatever, there's, there's tons of things that come up when it comes to planning a wedding. And so Instead of just jumping into their inbox every couple of weeks and going, hey, come hire me. Hey, book me. You need to be doing something that gives them value instead. So, yeah, yeah that would be my first one. That. My second one would be make sure your subject line doesn't sound too cheesy <laughs> because that's the first thing people see. And they, based on the subject line, a lot of it's kind of that don't judge a book by its cover, but we all do. We're, we're judging our emails. exactly. <laughs> truth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're doing it all the time, but we are judging our emails by their subject lines. And so you want to get creative with your sub- subject lines, but you also don't want to come across as, you know, you copied and pasted off of a list of subject lines that you found online. So you want it to be something that has to do with what's actually in your email because this drives me nuts when you click on an email and the subject line has nothing to do with the content of the email, those need to match. But you also need to make sure it's a fine kind of balancing act of match the content inside the email, but make sure it's intriguing enough that people want to open it. So, you know, asking a question or, you know, putting out like a really fun exclamation of some kind. Don't just say like, if you want to save $100, open this
0: email, you know, be a little more creative than that <laughs> exactly no i love that yeah and definitely don't mm-hmm. do like clickbait where you're like oh i don't know 100 yeah. percent off and then you're yeah like, no just kidding yeah and i think like <laughs> jasmine star does a
1: great job with her email list if you follow her um amy porterfield's another one she's really good she they always have Kind of these ones that make you feel like they're talking directly to you. Like, I cannot tell you how many times that I've opened my email and gone, wait, was that like a mass email or are they literally emailing me? Because the, somehow the subject line just, it makes you feel like they want, they're talking directly to you. And so those are the ones that go into my good marketing. And when I'm stuck, I go look at the different subject lines and that helps me kind of spark some ideas for me. That's why I like having kind of that swipe file in my email list.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's such a good tip for anyone listening. You should start. Uh, do, do you use a real address or do you have like a, like a email marketing address that you use for just um, getting no, ideas? I, right now I
1: just use my regular email address. Well, I technically have, well, it's the same email address sort of, but they're, it's two, it's through Gmail. And when I switched to G suite, I had to come up with a different like hello at Paisley photography. And my other one is Kendra at Paisley photography, but they all come into one account Yeah. So it's technically I use my old email address, but they all end up in one file anyway. So yeah. I love this. Well, I
0: think this was so helpful. I think everyone listening, you know, don't be afraid to start your email list. Definitely, you know, start it, get it going, you know, take Kendra's tips and advice and definitely, you know, listen again, if you miss something and we're going to, you know, tell everybody how they can find you and maybe find out more about your services and coaching and if you have your courses and stuff like that. So let's tell everybody yeah. more about you and how sure. they can so find you online.
1: My kind of business side of my podcast is called girl means business. And the website is girlmeansbusiness.com, podcast by the same name, all of my Facebook and Instagram, same girl means business. Um, I will say one thing and I'll send you a link that you can share with your listeners. I actually have two Freebies that you can get. One of them is a free lead magnet template. So that's that like download this to you know add them to your email list. I have a Canva template that you can just put in your own information and you're good to go. And then I also have a welcome sequence template that you can just kind of customize and your welcome sequence is done for you.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. You guys, that is so awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. I love helping. So I'm happy to to, yeah. Oh, that's awesome! And we'll we'll put all this information in the show notes. You guys can go there and click and definitely. What is your Instagram? It's you told at girl say it again. Yeah, at girl I started, okay. started to add a .dot
1: com. All right, like, wait, that's
0: not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put uh, we'll link to that so you guys can go over to Instagram and say thank you. So, thank, thank you, Kendra, you for so being much here. This was awesome. We'll talk. to To our guests thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your tips and tricks and invaluable advice we love you guys be sure to check out all their links and information in the show notes you can find out more about them and their services and give them a shout out online and on instagram if you're listening take a screenshot share it with your um in your instagram stories tag at janae Krishner, and i'll share it in line can't wait to hear from you guys soon and share Tea together. Bye.